Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Atlas Fitcast. I am your host, Andy Hayes. Today's episode is brought to you by Atlas Fitness Evolved, providing progressive, challenging, and effective exercise programming to the World Wide Web and to uh, listeners wherever you are listening from. Uh, if you are not currently following Atlas Fitness Evolved on Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube, go ahead and do so. All you need to do is search uh, that name, Atlas Fitness Evolved. This is the Atlas Fitcast. We are going to be doing episode number 25, and the topic of discussion is going to be awesome indoor rower workouts. And uh, first, I wanted to kind of talk to you a little bit about why you uh, should be using the rower if you are not uh, currently in your in your exercise programming, well, it's going to give you pretty close to a total body workout in of itself. It's using uh, your upper back muscles, your rear shoulder, your bicep, your uh, your low back, your uh, anterior core muscles, your, your abdominals. Um, you're also going to be working your hip extenders quite a bit, which are the glutes and the hamstrings. Those are very important. Uh, for just overall functionality, uh, both in fitness and in real life, and um, not only that. So I give you a big list of exercise or uh, muscles that it works, but it is generally a very low impact exercise. It's it's not going to pound your uh, ankles, knees, hip, or back like running does. Um, not saying running's bad. I'm just giving you the the benefits to rowing here. And it, it will help you improve posture if you're doing it right because you're strengthening the, the entire posterior chain of your body. So uh, when people are sitting a lot uh, and they're, they're doing a lot of things in front of their bodies, like uh, with kind of forward curved shoulders, their chest is tight, uh, their, the muscles on the front side of your hip, your hip flexors are tight. Um, those, are, those are definitely things that we want to not only stretch, but also strengthen the opposite side, which is the posterior chain. So uh, rowing does exactly that. And uh, it, it can be used at a wide variety of intensities. You can use it on recovery days. You can also use it on very high intensity uh, interval training days as well. So uh, plenty, plenty of ways that you could use it by itself. But what I wanted to talk primarily about today is some of the best ways that I pair the rower with other exercises. Okay, so if you think about what a rowing stroke looks like, it is kind of like a deadlift style motion into a pull into your chest. So again, you're working kind of more so the backside of your body with the exception of your core for, for stability, your your abdomen. And so what I, what I like to do because it is more of a pulling option and more of a deadlift option as I do like to pair it with uh, the first category is pushing exercises. So, uh, you know, if, if you do a little bit of work on the rower and then uh, some great exercises to pair with it would be things like push-ups or bench press, whether that is barbell bench press, dumbbell bench press, uh, pressing some kettlebells uh, in the bench press variation, 
Uh, cable presses could work as well if, if your gym has those readily available. Uh, dip style motions, which is more of a downward press, whether it's a parallel bar dip, a ring dip, um, or something like a bench dip also works. And then obviously uh, also you have overhead pressing variations, something like uh, dumbbell overhead press, kettlebell overhead presses, barbell overhead presses, and uh, push presses and uh, jerk style motions as well work really well, which those are just variations of overhead pressing where you are allowing the power of your lower body to help you uh, you know, raise the weight over your head just a little bit. Um, I won't go too much into that, but if you are interested, just YouTube uh, push press versus uh, push jerk, and you'll find probably some good information out there. But anyway, so yeah, pushing is the first option that I like to pair the rower with. Rower with the second option I like to use is uh, things that provide core stability, but also some hip flexion. Um, so things like sit-ups, leg raises, uh, knee tucks, where you might be, you know, putting your ankles on a ball and uh, tucking your knees in to towards your chest for a, for a decent little uh, core workout. You could also do that with like a TRX if you put the you put the TRX in a lower position where they're just off the floor by about maybe eight to ten inches, and then you do some knee tucks that way. That would work. Uh, also, you could actually use the rower itself. If um, if you're tall enough, you could just put your hands on the floor and your feet on the seat and do some knee tucks that way. Or if you're a little bit shorter, you might not have long enough arms. You might need to put your hands up on something a little bit higher, like a bench or a, a plyometric box, something like that. And then also dead bugs are also a variation that I, I like to use along with the rower as just a simple little pairing to go uh, you know, with, with the rowing motion. And then the last category, so I said pushes, hip flexion exercises, and then the last exercises I like is more of those full body exercises that mostly do have a squat and a press within them. So if you did some rowing, which again is like that deadlift and pull style motion in towards your, your uh, lower rib cage, then you could do some uh, squat thrusters with the rower. So doing some uh, uh, squat thrusters where you're taking a weight, holding it at your shoulder height, and then uh, you're going to do a squat down, stand all the way up, and then as you get all the way up out of that position, then you just simply press the weight over the head. You could do this with dumbbells, a barbell, kettlebells. You know, you could even you could use bands, you can use cables, lots of different variations. But any type of squat thruster is great to combine with the the concept two rower. And uh, also very similar to a squat thruster are uh, wall balls, which is where you have a medicine ball and you uh, squat facing a wall, uh, stand up and then throw the ball over, kind of overhead and then let it bounce off the wall lightly and then as it comes down you absorb the shock and go back into another squat and repeating those for repetitions. And then finally, you, you can't go wrong with pairing the uh, rowing with burpees, especially if you're looking for a really good conditioning workout. Uh, you know that that's solid now some people you know people hate burpees but 
it's because they work really well. They, they get you really well conditioned. They burn lots of calories. They use a lot of different muscles. Uh, they work your upper body, your lower body, your core, definitely your metabolic systems, your cardio respiratory systems. Everything's worked with a burpee and same with a rower. So hence why they are a good little pairing. Okay. So I like to pair any, you know, one of those three different categories with the rower. Now, uh, in terms of what can you measure with the rower to kind of get different types of workouts, obviously you can measure meters, you can measure calories, you could also measure you know time where you just you know row for a certain amount of time and then once that time is up, then you do an, another exercise for a certain amount of time or repetitions and go back and forth like that. Um, you could also you know use the rower and uh, measure how many watts you are producing. So sometimes I like to go for a, you know, a 10 to 20 second sprint on the rower and just see how many uh, watts I can produce. My peak wattage. That's also uh, kind of fun to find out with myself and with clients. Uh, and you know, um, pretty good little workout there. So calories, meters, uh, time, and wattage are all great options to uh, look at when programming your rowing workouts. Now, uh, this would probably be a good podcast for you to listen to if I do give you a few workouts that you could do on your own with the rower paired with a few different exercises. So the first one I'm gonna talk about will be in the AMRAP category as many rounds or as many reps as possible within a given time frame. That time is up to you. If you want a quick, intense workout, you're going to be doing, you know, maybe a three to five minute AMRAP, super fast. Or if you're wanting a longer sustained workout, you might be going 10 to 20 minutes or so, uh, pairing the rower with something else. But one of my favorite things is maybe you row f- until you achieve 10 uh, to 15 calories and then you pair that with 10 to 15 of any type of press and so let's just say for you know to not make you think too hard you're going to do a 10 to 15 calorie row followed by 10 to 15 push-ups you do that as an amrap for a desired amount of time all right if you're looking for something even more intense beyond just push-ups you do 10 to 15 calorie row 10 to 15 burpees Repeat back and forth, again, for your desired time, 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes. If you're going for a 20-minute AMRAP, your intensity is going to be dialed down just a little bit because you're going to need to conserve energy for the entire duration of 20 minutes. If you're only doing a 5-minute AMRAP, you can dial up that intensity because your pace doesn't have to last 20 minutes. It only has to last 5 minutes, okay? So there's an idea for you. Another idea would be to do an even minute to odd minute where you're pairing uh, the rower with another exercise. So on the even minutes, which would be like minute zero, minute two, minute four, minute six, so on and so forth, try and see if you can row one to 200 meters as fast as possible. If you're a good rower, you can definitely get 200 meters in within uh, a minute and then uh, hop out of the rower and get ready for the next exercise which will not begin until the next minute starts, which would be at minute one, minute three, minute five, minute seven, so on and so forth. So again, first minute, try to row 100 to 200 meters. And then the second minute, 
you are going to try and accomplish 10 reps on any type of push. So uh, if you're doing bench press, that's fine. I would more so recommend dumbbell bench press in case you do get tired. You can get out of the exercise very easily because when you fail with dumbbells, you can just kind of throw them on the floor and you're safe and you don't need a spotter for that. But if you're bench pressing, you're, you might get stuck underneath that bar if you fatigue out. So I would definitely go with a weight that is challenging, a set of dumbbells that's challenging for you for 10 reps. Very easily doable within a one-minute time frame. You have 60 seconds to accomplish it. And then you go over to the rower, you put your feet back in, you tighten up the strap, and then you're ready to go once that clock hits the next minute. And then, again, you're going to row 100 to 200 meters depending on how fast you are. That's a, that's a great workout there. Another one that I really like is that you set a, a timer and you're going to repeat the same circuit every two and a half minutes. All right, so what you would start with is a one to 200 meter row, go pretty hard, and then you're going to do 10 full body uh, reps of like a wall ball or a burpee or a dumbbell squat thruster. And then you are going to, once you've accomplished both the one to 200 meter row and all 10 reps of that full body uh, exercise of your choosing, then you are going to perform a core exercise for the remainder of the two and a half minutes. So ideally you might have about you know one minute, maybe 45 seconds left. If uh, we're timing this right, which gives you plenty of time to knock out some sit-ups, leg raises, knee tucks, dead bugs, whatever it is. And once two and a half minutes is up, you hop back on the rower, re-time yourself for another two and a half minutes. Do this for anywhere between four to eight rounds. Four rounds would get you 10 minutes worth of exercise. Eight rounds would get you 20 minutes worth of exercise. Really good, solid workout there. Okay. Another category would be to do a four-time workout. If you're looking for a really high-intensity sprint workout that is more at the end of your training session and you just want it to last uh, maybe less than five minutes, what I want you to do is row 10 calories as fast as possible and then perform 10 burpees or 10 wall balls or 10 squat thrusters as fast as possible. Sprint it, right? You get all that done rest maybe one to two minutes, and then repeat it for three rounds. Again, so those rounds are individually timed, and you do them as fast as possible. Okay, so that's more of a sprint-style uh, four-time workout, which is where you're trying to get them done as fast as possible. You want to go a little longer? Here's a great one for you. You're going to do, you're going to start off with a 30-calorie row, and then you're going to do a 30 reps of squat thrusters, burpees, or wall balls. Choose whichever one you want to do. So 30 calories on the rower, 30 reps of that full body exercise, and then 30 reps of a core exercise of your choosing. So again, dead bugs, knee tucks, leg raises, sit-ups, whichever one you want. All right, that's round one, 30 reps of each of those. Round two is 25 reps. Round three is 20 Round four is 15, round five is 10, and round six is just a measly little five reps. But you have a cumulative fatigue, so by the end, five reps will still 
feel fairly challenging, but nowhere near as daunting as thinking about doing uh, 30 reps of each. If you really want to kind of uh, test your psychological grit, do the opposite way. If you really want to, start off with five of each, then do 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. You're ending with the highest reps. You know, most people probably won't decide to do that, but, um, you know, if you are a psychological badass, then you might want to do that. Um, Either way, still both great workouts, just one is descending, one is ascending, and um, both great workouts. So again, the rower is a great piece of machinery that I think is underutilized in a lot of uh, regular gyms, Uh, definitely not underutilized in a lot of studios, Uh, I understand that. It's, uh, it's definitely uh, getting more popular, but I do enjoy pairing the rower with different types of exercises like pushes, uh, core exercises that involve hip flexion, and then also full body exercises like thrusters, wall balls, uh, medicine ball slams, or burpees. Any of those work really well. Um, I, I like them all. So, And then I gave you examples of some AMRAPs, some every minute on the minutes, and some four-time workouts. Hopefully you can... You know, implement those into your very own workout sometime soon. So, uh, again, appreciate you for listening. Share this episode with any of your friends that you think would benefit from the knowledge bombs that I did drop during this episode. And um, share the general podcast to anybody that you want to. It's, It's pretty easy. Just hit the share button on whatever platform you're listening to it on. You can share it on. Facebook, Instagram, you know, just text it to somebody that you think would like it. I would really appreciate that. And um, keep listening, dropping a a new episode every week. And uh, don't forget to follow uh, Atlas Fantasy Evolved on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. And remember, if it is important to you, you will find a solution. If it is not, you will find an excuse. Until next time, thanks for listening. Peace.